0: I want to read the, the, the name properly, because I've already
1: accepted it. Um,
2: O-Khalen oh, Tseng. O-Khal-Lay-Tz.
1: Oh, uh, uh, yes, yes, Chepesin. my apologies Halale. for
2: mispronouncing. What's, uh, 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 what's the surname? Is the surname o I think is the name. o khal what's the surname? name?
3: uh good morning Che. my okay. name is my name is ohete
2: haare ku miss haare soha man deo ohala letin haareqi thank you ma uh I think it's about time we can start um what time is it yeah we can start uh Honorable members, a very good morning to all of you who are on the platform. A special welcome to Minister Togotitiza. She joined us uh, very early. Uh, I don't know, um, I'm told that uh, there is a, a cabinet sitting. So there'll be a little bit of a, a trick that we will do on the on the It's nine hours to accommodate uh, the honourable minister. Didiza, De uh, we appreciate your presence, ma'am. And uh, we will give like to give you an opportunity to speak before you leave. Um, a special welcome to the MECs. Uh, I'm told that the, we are expecting. Actually, we we invited four MECs we received two apologies and I want to believe that we have two MECs on the platform if they are all the chairpersons of the portfolio committees provincial portfolio committees Um, you are also welcome on the platform please participate and so that we can all be on, on the par and have a clarity on what is happening on the provinces as part of our mandate. I um, was, and your team, Team Treasury, you also welcome um, in the meeting. Um, before we start with our next uh, item agenda, I want to thank members for. Having driven the ship while I was out of the country last week, I got the report that everything went well. I want to thank you very much for being able to do the work and uh, keep up the the good work. Whoever is not here, if we can do the work, let's do the work, all of us. I really appreciate that. Uh, Can we get the apologies from the secretariat?
1: Thank you, Cheperson. Uh, good morning, Cheperson, and uh, honorable members. Cheperson, uh, we have um, an apology from honorable Tutoit. Uh, honorable Tutoit is attending the Adult Committee on uh, Disaster and Floods. We also have a, an apology from honorable Mamarakhane. She will join the meeting. However, she is, she might experience uh, network challenges because she is traveling from Bobo to O'R. Tambo Airport. And half light is at 10:25. Uh, from from provinces, Chepesin, we have um, apologies. Oh, let me start with the honourable minister, chair. As we have indicated, we have an apology from the honourable minister. Um, the honourable minister might not be with us throughout the meeting, chair, because uh, she uh, must attend the a cabinet a cabinet meeting and then we have uh, apologies from MEC Libobo and the uh, MEC Gauteng they are attending provincial exco in the respective provinces chairperson uh, thank you so much
2: thank you uh i think we can note the the apologies and accept we know wednesday's uh usually we have uh, the exco uh are sitting on wednesdays in the cabinet we understand that uh, The Executive authorities have to attend to that. I see a hand that of uh, who's this? Desbos iPad. Is this the formal name? Because we expect members to join. Yes, can you open your video? Can you hear me? Can you open your video, please? I can hear you. Okay, you want to see me? Yes, here am I. Yes.
4: Yeah. Myself. Can you see me? I can. Okay. MEC Mohona, Northwest.
2: Okay. Thank you, MEC. I,
4: I, I would like to register my
2: apology that uh, if the meeting were beyond 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, I must get into the provincial activity.
5: So I won't be able to go beyond 10 o'clock. Thank you, MEC. Thank you. Um, Thank you
2: Those are the apologies. Uh, Honorable Detroit has also indicated to me about the commitment that he's attending the at Committee. Uh, Having said that and noted the apologies that we have received formally, can I take this opportunity to request the Honorable Minister De to have an opportunity to brief us? And uh, members and uh, all participants, uh, there's no need for me to repeat what is expected of us. We know all the time. When you speak, please open your video if possible, and uh, also raise your hand through the icon uh, if you want the attention of the chairperson to recognise you for to 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 speak. Honourable Minister, over to you, Madam.
4: Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson, and to the members of the Portfolio Committee of the Select Committee together with the uh, secretariat of the committee, to my colleagues, the MECs that are present, as well as the senior officials from government, both from treasury, as well as our department. I must say that it is indeed a privilege that we are with you today uh, to reflect on the spending in particular of the land care uh, line item in our budget. But before we do so, um, and members, we just want to once again, reflect that, um, as you know, that agriculture is a concurrent function. With respect to the programs such as these, the processes that a national would get the funding through the division of revenue, out of which disbursement will happen to the provinces based on the business plans that they would have provided, in line with the principles of the program. But I just want to say to members, why is this program important and why do we feel it is necessary that we continue to support it, but more importantly, to encourage provinces to make sure that this uh, program is implemented. Because as we know, it is a community-based program that enables us to manage our natural resources properly. As you know that uh, the management of the national resources is also covered in our constitution, particularly on schedule four. As a national department, as I've indicated, we are responsible for the financial administration and setting of the environment while provinces are responsible for development and implementation of programs. We implement this uh, program under our legislation, which is the Conservation of Agricultural Resource Act, Act 43 of 1983, whose mandate is to maintain the production of potential uh, land in our country, particularly agricultural land. Our goal through this program is to optimize productivity and enhance the sustainable use of natural agricultural resources. We do this because it is important to manage our environment because they don't only feed us today, but they also feed us tomorrow. So when we lose, particularly our soils to degradation we don't only just lose the spaces for habitation by those communities, but also we lose the base for production when it comes to agriculture when this land has got invasive plant it actually diminishes the space and also the vegetation which will be used by our animal resources so this program is important to make sure that we raise the level of awareness of communities but at the same time we partner with communities to make sure that we do this rehabilitation as well as prevent further areas of degradation and misuse of our natural resources i just thought it's important to frame and anchor why is the program important and why in its execution we should always keep in mind that it is not just you know a program but it is an important element that enables us to continue with agricultural productivity in our country by making sure that we protect and maintain our natural resources. Chaperson, I've got a team led by the director general, also with the uh, acting DDG who's responsible, who will then take us through in the detail, particularly on the principles, as well as on the spending that we've seen on quarter four In the first quarter of 2022, as we have been requested by yourselves. These will relate particularly to those uh, provinces that you have highlighted that will be part of this meeting. Thank you very much. Uh, With your permission, Chairperson, I would like to actually ask uh, Mr. Seraje to then take us through the detailed program.
2: Thank you, Minister. Mr Saraja
6: DG. Uh, good morning, Honorable Chair. Um, uh, Mr Sarraha is on the platform, um, and with your permission, I will request him to take us through the presentation. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair.
7: Thank you very much uh, uh, to the members of this August committee for the opportunity. Thank you very much to Minister and uh, to DG, senior government officials, uh, my colleagues uh, from Treasury and from the provinces. The presentation is going to be short and we'll be going through uh, uh, the expenditures of the uh, first quarter of 2022-23 and the fourth quarter of 21 22 It has been sent to the committee. I would, uh, uh, I would hope they will pre- flight it. Otherwise, I might on my side, but I don't think I've got... Uh, Presentation rights. If the administration can please uh, get us to the second slide. While they're still doing that, uh, honorable members. I have given you, Mr. Serrache, the, the co host rights. Okay, then I'll have to, then I'm going back to my documents. Okay, because I thought, okay, just a sec. But while I'm still getting the data, I just need to mention that uh, with us uh, uh, on this call, we've got the Registrar of uh, 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 Conservation of Agricultural Resources Act, uh, Maya We've also got the, the Chief Director responsible for Natural Resources Management, uh, uh, who who, will, who are part of the team that is uh, leading this presentation. In the event of us uh, maybe getting to the technical details, um, I may uh, call all, some of them uh, or the registrar or the chief director responsible for uh, to come on on board. So I'm uh, quickly going f- slide-flighting the, the uh,
0: presentation and I'll need indication if it's uh, showing. It is showing yeah, that we can see it. We can see it. Thank there. you. Thank you very much.
7: I think there was a network uh, at Leach, but I can hear you, Honorable Chairperson. And I'm on the slides. And if I'm allowed uh, to get on, we can get started. So the background, uh, basically, we'll be taking this August committee through the overview of the uh, Landcare uh, uh, grant or the program itself, just in brief. And like I said, the financial performance of the, uh, the four provinces as uh, selected by this August committee will then go through the, the uh, performance of the, uh, the other provinces and the challenges that we are uh, encountering and uh, that which challenges the provinces concerned are aware of, and then basically the compliance and, uh, and the recommendations that we think uh, we should uh, uh, bring into the attention of this August committee. This, like we said, and also as ministers already indicated, um, the 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 presentation in response to the invitation by the committee, and uh, it's going to be focusing on the, the those provinces as that the committee has selected. This program, the land care, is implemented through the concurrent action, or as in, as passed in our constitution, it gives the national department the responsibilities of. Um, of setting the the same, setting the framework, and ensuring that there are uh, business plans that talk to the to the principles of CARA as well as the the, the processes of ensuring that uh, uh, provinces uh, uh, adhere to before they get allocation of this uh, uh, the grant the DORA grant. Once that's done, the then the trenches are, are transferred to the provinces, and provinces perform uh, their land care operations as per the. The, the business plan that they would have submitted. The committee uh, selected the following provinces, Gauteng, province, Limpopo, North Northern Cape, and Northwest province uh, for, for the, the, the this process. And uh, we prepared our presentation to report specifically about these two provinces. Uh, so so like I said earlier, this is, and also the Minister mentioned it, land care gives rise to the, the provisions of the Conservation of Agricultural Resources Act. This ensures that and when we go about uh, producing food and, and, and fiber for the, the citizens of the country, we should not do that at the detriment of the resources that uh, support production or agricultural production and natural resources that uh, once depleted, we may not be able to recover. The allocation uh, for, for, for the year under the, the Twenty uh, one twenty twenty one twenty two. I uh, excuse twenty one twenty two. Apologies for the typo. It's supposed to be twenty one twenty two. The allocation that we had uh, was eighty three million. We've been able to transfer 80.5 80. million and uh, register the expenditure of seventy four point five million. And the province of Kauteng only received two point two from the allocation. They would have been entitled to, to five million. But because their processes, their financial performance was not satisfactory, they only got 2.2 of the the the, the what would have, uh, was was due to them. And then um, quickly moving to the the um, the niche, the, business, the process of the, the business plan as as part of the process of the framework, uh, the, the the we prepare as, just as a background. Provinces have to prepare business plans, business plans that will talk to the real operations, real land care projects in their provinces, projects that should be able to ensure that agricultural resources are protected and so that they could they help us continue to produce agricultural food and fiber. So that process leads to us saving the, we approach it through the form of business planning. Here to note for the community to note is that Gauteng province and Pumalanga province experience uh, challenges when it comes to the uh, designing and drafting and submission of business plans. And these are the business plans that we use uh, to make a decision with regard to allowing the funds to flow to the, these provinces. So we've got challenges here as you see in Inindara, uh, uh, the other following slides. So, so that's basically the matter that we need to, to raise. But other than that, this picture gives us 21, 22 uh, 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 allocation and expenditure. You see how, they, like I said, they were allocated uh, 5 million. They could only spend 2.2. Uh, 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 Limpopo province allocated uh, 13 million and uh, managed to spend uh, 8.5. Uh, Northern Cape, 7 million, managed to spend 6.7. Uh,
0: which is almost there. and... You can close your DG. The, the you stating performance. Uh, 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 DG, okay.
2: you can close your video if your network is unstable.
7: OK, OK, doing that. I'm doing that right that, that way. OK. Thank you. So we've got uh, this performance, like I've said, uh, 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 for 21, that was the 21-22. Uh, for the quarter one of 22-23, uh, we've got uh, the allocation, and only we have not registered uh, much at, uh, at the time of preparing this, when we only looked at the what we could confirm for quarter one. We really only, the provinces were still, the performances were trickling in with Limpopo and Limpopo. Uh, uh, within Limpopo at, at uh, northwest having uh, begun the process of uh, transferring but if we were to take information as at today the numbers would be slightly different this is only owing to the time at the time the, the, the report speaks to the time the timing so so at the end of the the, the first quarter so so at the, as if you we were to ask information about the current situation we may find that uh, Limpopo and northwest provinces have improved uh, again uh, the in, in the in this quarter and uh, moving to the next slides this basically gives us the 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 outputs uh, uh what is it that uh, ought to be done this is basically us drilling down to what it means uh, uh, when we talk of soil protection the objective would have been to construct gabions these are the, the stone if you like stone walls that are used to control uh, uh, soil erosion uh, prevent dongas and ensure that the uh, the fertile soil does not uh, get eroded away and uh, one of the the other uh, deliverable outcome becomes the uh, cultivation uh, of the land that would have been rehabilitated and protected and then we also do waterways uh, and uh, and construct contours also contours uh, uh, slow down the rate of uh, Water flow, which would uh, automatically then erode a uh, uh, prime agricultural soil. Range land management. This would talk to the hectares uh, in this specific case that would, would have been rehabilitated and protected. Uh, this would be the, the way we would be provinces uh, uh, would have checked, looked at their own situations and realized that uh, there's a need for the grazing. The range land here referring to grazing. That grazing uh, felt be protected and rehabilitated. Overgrazing would lead to over uh, uh, would lead to the, the the degradation of the cover of the specific uh, uh, rangelet or irrigation field, and that has got to be uh, rehabilitated to ensure that uh, the species that would have been overgrazed, uh, that would be nearing uh, 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 degradation, get rehabilitated back. And then we've got fire belts. Obviously, this is what we would uh, need to uh, in, in, increase uh, uh, performance on this one because this uh, helps us to not have uh, severe felt fires in the years, uh, t- during the dry seasons of the year. So this is part of also uh, uh, one of the most important deliverables of the land care program. The bush encroachment, you've got species that thrive when there's uh, poor conditions. Uh, so, so once overgrazing, over-grazing happens, the soil cover gets degraded. And when that happens, you then have pioneers uh, species or species that would encroach. This would be species that encroach when that would not necessarily uh, uh, grow when the ground is covered with its natural uh, uh, cover, the, the vegetation, the, the crops that the plants that would be there. So once the overgrazing happens, once degradation happens, you then have encroachments of bushes, small shrubs or bushes. And once the bush encroachment happens, we may not be able to uh, rehabilitate back the land into production. Conservation water, uh, or conservation of water resources as well, these talks to the wetlands. This helps uh, in, in a symbiotic uh, relationship between the 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 the, 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 the any ecosystem. You would have uh, uh, wetlands that would harbour uh, aquatic animals and related crops. These crops in a symbiotic relationship would then sustain the neighboring or the surrounding ecosystem of an agricultural production, be it in the form of, uh, of, of, of uh, grazing or in the form of other animals, uh, that the fauna, fauna and flora animals and crops that would uh, assist in that ecosystem for it to, to ensure to, so, so it is ensured that. While we go about our production, the cultivation and, and all of that other processes, the the, the, the ecosystem of that area still remains the same. With and invader plants, this also would come in the fact that the minute we do not have the, the, the plants that are supposed to be there as dictated upon by nature, and our activities, our cultural activities and actions would have uh, 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 impacted negatively on the natural situation we then have weeds that uh, have invader plants cropping in, and this would be uh, the plants that we then, using land care, ensure that we remove uh, so that they do not uh, uh, overshadow or they do not take the space that is supposed to be taken by the crops and or uh, vegetation or grazing uh, 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 rangeland that would be there. Junior land care. This is basically about the ensuring that uh, as early uh, as school going age the youth get uh, because get the youth get uh, uh, trained and get uh, awareness is being uh, 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 in, uh, delivered to this youth to ensure that these youth understand uh, that the importance of taking care of the, the environment and taking care of the, the areas within which they exist so that there's a harmonious coexistence of human beings and the natural vegetation. Awareness also continuing. So you'd have number of uh, uh, campaigns conducted and then you'd have the, the, the people uh, uh, after the campaign, the expectation is that people would then be more aware because uh, then they would know that you don't necessarily have to remove the the, the, the cover, not necessarily have to remove the soil. If it's not, I mean, the, 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 the cover of the soil, the shrubs or the trees or the grass that you find there that, okay, naturally, unless you really have to, and this is one of the things, but also for them to be aware of what I've explained as a symbiotic uh, relationship between the the wetlands and the normal uh, agricultural uh, uh, setup. So that ecosystem has got to be maintained. So that this awareness goes a long way so that by the time this youth or any other members of the community, but preferably youth, by the time they're adults, they uh, they would have had this information imparted on them. They would then know how to take care of the environment and then we'll be able to still continue with farming activities uh, without uh, uh, causing huge degradation of the natural uh, land that uh, within next to which or within which agriculture production takes place. Capacity building exercises, this also just basically talks to uh, um, uh, training. And uh, that's where you see skills level benefiting from capacity building. This basically is about training, about the different uh, interventions and the different ways in which we ensure that uh, we do not perform agricultural activities at the expense of the natural uh, pr- uh, uh, fauna and flora at expense of the natural uh, environment that uh, we find we, we've received from our ancestors and need to ensure that uh, while we produce food and fiber we do not cause harm to the environment so we then have committees formed as you know committees and awareness this just ensures that there's a uh, adequate awareness of the communities, adequate awareness of the youth, adequate awareness of the farming community, and they would then know, be, they would be able to know which is an invader species and which are the uh, uh, weeds that need to be removed, and they should be able to detect and spot bush encroachments before it happens. There's would also create erect fences. Uh, this obviously would then, this would be the fences that would be for to ensure that uh, the grazing, that will enable one, it would enable uh, grazing rotation, but at the same time, this would enable uh, that, uh, that uh, ensure that we do not have a uh, uh, degradation, like I said earlier. So part of the activities of land care is also about fencing uh, of the grazing and arable land. So you separate those because arable, uh, the land in the main would be the ones that you need to. Cultivate crops on and then at the same time you have to still ensure that the animals have uh, 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 adequate uh, uh, land for grazing. This is about fences and uh, uh, it's part of the land care and then you have the the, the hectares of land under the system of conservation of agriculture. Conservation of of agriculture which is abbreviated as CA, this is is a new uh, normal or a new norm that you need to begin to introduce this is about ensuring that if you do not uh, use this example, if you do not really have to cultivate, that is, if you do not have to plow, sorry, if you do not necessarily have to bring a tractor and a plow and can still be able to produce, uh, put the seed in the soil without having to turn the soil around, we we, we encourage that you do that. So the, the, the alternate ways of uh, starting with the plowing, turning the soil out, and then doing all the other tractors uh, movement and everything else, the, we are beginning to see that uh, science has taught us that uh, we don't necessarily have to plow all the time. There are crops that can be produced without us having to till the traditional tilling or without us having to bring tractor and a plow and a disc and all of those things. So this is conservation agriculture. And we do have uh, lately implements, if you like, equipment and implements that assist us to, for instance, like the example I've given, uh, you're able to put seeds in the soil without having to uh, plow uh, the soil. So you've got specific, uh, specialized uh, planters for this purpose. Now you then incentivize farmers who are able to change their production system to the the, the conservation of agriculture linked uh, uh, cultivation processes. And they, then then they, obviously that is followed by capacity building, ensuring that they are trained because this is a change of the normal a way of uh, production and so towards conclusion uh, one of the province's business plans approval uh got finalized in june 2022 which is if you look at it it's, uh, the end of the the first quarter which is unfortunate and uh, there are delays in the system which we are working on to ensure that uh, we we work towards uh, ensuring that before the end of the uh, the calendar year we are done with the the business planning process so that when the financial year starts in, in, in April, we already have trenches uh, of, of, of the allocation sent to provinces. So this is not the case, and we know there were challenges, but we're working around uh, improving uh, how we uh, we go about this process. So we will only be able to verify the work, the actual performance and actual work performed during quarter one, uh, during quarter two, which is where we are now. So how the province has not, like I said earlier, has not yet finalized its business plan. So it also then it means it's challenging on the situation. We may not, uh, again, we may not uh, 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 transfer any trench to them. This uh, gives a a, a negative picture of the entire uh, grant. Landcare program was we we respond to the the, the United Nations uh, 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 Sustainable Development Goals, the UN, all the the processes that uh, are geared towards ensuring the the sustainable use of natural resources. So South Africa is within and among the other countries that uh, are gradually ensuring that agricultural production does not happen at the expense of the natural resources. And then we do not, where possible, we continue with farming without the stepping the the, the the current situation without disturbing the nature and the ecosystem that we would have found there. We, we are recommending that the committee note the, the our presentation, the performance and note the challenges that we faced with regard to Mpumalanga and housing. and that this August committee also note that uh, the the funds, with this we said in our narrative, that the funds might not necessarily be enough to address the peculiar needs of uh, different provinces and that uh, this uh, process of land care grant is work in progress. Thank you very much, uh, uh, DG. Thank you very much, Minister. Thank you very much to the the members of this August committee.
2: Thank you, sir. DG, do you want to say something before we give an opportunity to Treasury?
6: No, we submit, Honourable Chair.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, Osi, please uh, take over and open your video, please, if possible. Uh, thank you, Chair. Uh, Mr.
3: Emmanuel Pillay, uh, good morning uh, to you and members and minister and the DG and colleagues. Uh, uh, Emmanuel Pilet will do the presentation from National Treasure, thank you. Emmanuel. please share the presentation and
8: Present.
5: Uh, thank you Over good morning you, uh, thank you good morning chairperson uh, honourable members of the committee uh, the minister of uh, agriculture um, do you ABCs. Have, sorry,
2: sorry do you have the co-host the rights to can share your okay chair
5: okay, can i request that the other The department's presentation be taken off.
2: Okay. Can we take off the previous presentation? (coughs) Thank you. Yes, that's. Yes, Mr. Pile, you can put yours now.
5: Thank you, Chair. Can you see the presentation?
2: Yeah, but it's not on the slide form.
5: Okay.
2: Yeah, um, good.
5: Yes, He's good morning once
0: again.
5: Video? It is open chair. i'm on my side. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, once again, um just in terms of the brief the request by the committee, we'll be briefing the committee on the land care grant for the previous financial year in the first quarter of uh 22-23. So our presentation in terms of the spending numbers uh, is relatively the same as the Department of uh, Agriculture has presented. Um, there. Uh so the land program in terms of the purpose, as the department indicated in their presentation, uh, in terms of promoting sustainable use of management of natural resources. So although this this grant has a small allocation when you compare it to the other two agriculture grants, it does make a big impact in terms of uh, food security and protecting the resources that we have, um, the the natural resources. So the grant outputs, uh, the presentation by the department did indicate a number of outputs where they provided <clears throat> performance against the targets that they had, and uh, they also explained quite in detail in terms of what the outputs are. So I'm not going to go through each one of them, but just to say, uh, we we didn't report on all the indicators, uh, but what we did is we selected four of these indicators and reported them, and our report covers the entire financial year, rather than just the fourth quarter. So you might see some discrepancies in numbers, but just to indicate that our reporting covers uh, the all four quarters of the 21-22 financial year. in terms of the spending, as the department indicated, uh, the the key issues for us in terms of spending is is four provinces. It's Gauteng, Limpopo, Northern Cape, and Northwest. Uh, We have underspent, and some of quite significantly, uh, if you look at Gauteng although we understand the funds were not transferred to the province, but um, there's issues that needs to be resolved there, Limpopo as well, quite significantly underspent. And uh, Northwest, not, not too bad, but uh, Northern Cape was almost 40% uh, underspent. There. Uh, just to say that, although there has been underspending on these grants, we did... Uh, 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 um, Around the rollover process in terms of unspent conditional grants. And provisionally, uh, I can just indicate that Limpopo will receive a rollover of around 3 million, Northern Cape about 1 million, Northwest around 200,000 Rand. Uh, Gauteng, obviously, the funds were not transferred to them, so they didn't have any funds committed. So that money will have to revert to the National Revenue Fund. So overall, we're looking at around just over 11 million that will have to be surrendered back to the National Revenue Fund uh, because the funds were not committed at the end of the financial year and they remain unspent. So this equates to around 12% of the total allocation for all provinces. So it's quite unfortunate that for a small grant that has such a big impact that we that the Department will have to surrender or provinces will have to surrender around 12% of the. Of the funds that were allocated to them at the beginning of the financial year, which could have been used uh, in terms of the purpose of the grant. So these are the four indicators that we selected. Um, We have the information available for all the other indicators as well. So if the committee requires it, we'll be able to provide that. Uh, But just to indicate and give you an idea of how the province has performed. So one of the key indicators for us is the number of people that benefit from the grant. Um, and you'll see that the performance has been quite, sort of varied across provinces, uh, with the exception of KZN, and to a small extent, Western Game. Provinces have actually been performing poorly on this and have not been meeting their targets that they indicated at the beginning of their financial year or on their business plan. Houting, uh, you'll see there. Um, similarly, with the northwest, northern cape, and this somehow links to the poor expenditure that they had on the previous slide as well. Um, if you go to the slide on the top uh, or the the graph on the top right hand corner, which deals with the, the alien invasive species and invader plants, uh, uh, they and you'll see the the performance as well has been a bit varied. Uh, KZN has been performing well, but then you'll find provinces such as Free State, Mpumalanga, uh, uh, Limpopo have not been performing uh, well, or have not been meeting, meeting their, their targets on this on this one, yeah. Um, the bottom right, left-hand corner, we have the kilometers of fence erected in the grazing and, and arable land space. So yeah, it's important that uh, these uh, uh, this land be protected by erecting fences, as the presentation by the department indicated. The reasons for those to protect uh, the soil and keep it sustainable. Um, so generally, yeah, we find that provinces have met their targets, but there's still issues on the ground on the delivery of these uh, targets, and we pick them up from the uh, quarterly reports that we receive from the from provinces and the national department. As well as our inter- our interactions with provinces, because we meet with them on a regular basis in terms of their overall performance. And one of the areas we cover is conditional grants and uh, the land care grant in particular, there. Uh, the last uh, one at the bottom right is the actors of land under uh, conservation agriculture. So the presenter, the, the previous presenter, did make mention of this, talking about um, the three <laughs> principles of conservation, agriculture, there's minimum tillage, uh, crop cover and crop rotations. So this is to maintain the sort of integrity of the soil so that there's optimal uh, productivity uh, can be realized from the, uh, for, uh, from the acreage. So So as yes, well, we did find some provinces performed well and others not so well. So Western Cape uh, and KZN uh, again, and uh, Mpumalanga did uh, perform quite well. But then we had provinces that did not. Uh, Limpopo, for example. Uh, <clears throat> they, so overall on the grants on, on these four performance indicators we, from the assessment, uh, and we can draw some link to the previous slide in terms of poor spending, linking it to the poor performance on the on the outputs that they that they indicated. I think overall perspective, uh KZN. And Western Cape, to a certain extent, have been the sort of overall good performance on the grant in terms of spending and performance for the 21-22 financial year. The first quarter of 22-23, um, now what I would have, uh, what we would have liked to have indicated here as well, besides just the spending and the budget, budget allocation, is amount transferred to the province. But as the department indicated, there were no funds transferred to the province. Uh, in the first quarter. So um, this has been an issue uh, in the sector itself. So it's not a land care issue. It has been affecting other grants as well. So it affected the CASP grant as well as the Lima grant. We know, for example, the allocations for the CASP grant were only made in August this year. Uh, And although the department had planned to deliver or to transfer funds in the first quarter of the financial year, so this is really a sort of concern for us um, because it's not the first year that it's been happening and it's putting pressure on provinces. So this underspending that we're seeing here <clears throat> might very well be linked to the provinces not receiving their funds as it, as it was planned. In terms of the approved payment schedule for the 22-23 financial year, the first transfer of the land care grant should have been made in April. So it gives provinces at least two months to have spent those funds. But those those funds were not transferred to the province. Now we have been receiving queries from provinces. We have been interacting with the national department as well to ascertain the reasons for this. But it seems that the key reason for that as the department indicators is the business plan process that they have and business plans not being signed on time. So obviously the funds can't be transferred on time. Uh, And provinces have complained about this during our midterm visits that we had uh, with all provinces, that they basically could not start any projects or do anything until they received the funds. And they, Because they didn't receive anything in the first quarter, uh, the, the the spending is, at, at, the, is at, the, at that level. So the spending you're looking at now, it's either accruals from the previous year coming through or the departments are using their own funds to spend. So this is not uh, conditional grant funds spending per se. It's, it's, it's funds that the department as sort of used from their own uh, 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 voted funds. So you can see overall very poor performance uh, across all departments, all provinces in terms of this grant. Uh, the uh, KZN and Limpopo and um, Northern Cape to a certain extent did manage to spend some funds, but uh, overall very poor performance. So what we would like to see is at least the provincial departments spend what's transferred to them. So agriculture is quite different from other sectors. I mean, um, some of the outputs can only be done at certain times of the financial year, for example, during planting season. So we don't expect a sort of uniform 25% spending expenditure on each quarter. But what we expect is at least they spend what's transferred to them in terms of what they planned and what they indicated in the business plan. But obviously this is not the case because funds were not transferred uh, to provinces. And because of the funds not being transferred and the very poor expenditure in the first quarter, you can see the effect it has on the outputs. Very few uh, 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 um, places where you can see that there has there actually has been performance. It could have been performance coming from the previous year, or it could have been that the department used their inter, their, their own funds and then uh, reported and and uh, achieved these these outputs. But uh, given the expenditure in the previous slide, we didn't really expect too much uh, in terms of performance in the first quarter. So we're hoping uh, in the second and third quarter, when funds are transferred, that the Provinces will able will be able to catch up, uh, and then hopefully we won't have any underspending and uh, instances where funds are returned back to the national revenue fund. Uh, we prefer that the funds be used for the for the sector to deliver in terms of its purpose. So, the chi- the chief risk or challenge that we see now, uh, and even in the previous year, as we indicated, was the late approval of business plans, uh, and this is having a major impact in terms of how provinces receive their funds or when provinces receive their funds. And obviously, because they, the 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 funds are being delivered late or transferred late to the provinces, their projects are in uh, inevitably delayed. And because of this, we could have a knock-on effect. And at the end of the financial year is there's a very good possibility that there will be underspending again coupled with underperformance on their outputs. So some of the other reasons that contribute to the poor spending and performance is procurement delays in goods and services. As I mentioned, that certain outputs can only be uh, undertaken at certain points of the financial year during planting season. And if goods and services are delivered late, then the the, the provincial department will will miss that opportunity. Uh, Late appointment of service providers, so the fencing uh, projects, I did mention earlier that provinces have been uh, uh, performing here, but there are is some issues that they did pick up and report on uh, that, that, uh, that uh, might need some, uh, to be addressed. So, for example, the, some of the delays or difficulties they face is rain and the difficult terrain. Uh, the difficult terrain should be accounted for anyway in their uh, planning, so it shouldn't really be a problem, because it should be accounted for in the business plan. But other events outside their control, such as just, such as rain and inclement weather, weather, do uh, contribute to that. Materials delivered late and the materials costs are quite high at sometimes, so uh, the contractors decline uh, orders on that. So our recommendation. The first uh, thing, the most important recommendation is that the sector must look at streamlining their business plan process. So I've I've been part of their business plan process where they have the uh, the national assessment panels. Uh, Whenever we have the, the opportunity to do that, they run a very thorough process. So we don't have a problem in terms of their assessment, but there must be some streamlining of the process because there's something that's preventing the provinces from uh, from getting their business plans approved on time by the National Department. So there needs to be some sort of streamlined to the process so that there's no unnecessary delays and funds can be transferred to the provinces on time as planned so that their business plan uh, can be implemented as they planned with the with the uh, required cash flow coming to the province uh, as planned. So, uh, Procurement delays also would need to be looked at, especially taking into account the seasonal nature of the uh, of the uh, sector and the outputs that need to be delivered. Uh, I did mention issues around the fencing, uh, so the province probably have to look at their planning as well, so that they take account of these things. But obviously, you don't, you can't really account for natural uh, disasters, for example, and rain. But they need to take some measure of uh, planning into that into account there. And overall monitoring of the grant uh, needs to be strengthened so that challenges are highlighted there. So Chair, uh, as I mentioned, the the issue of business plan, I stress again, is not only a land care issue. It's an issue with CASP and ILIMA as well. So as a national department together with provinces, they really need to look at the whole business planning process for the whole three grants to ensure that for the transfer to provinces uh, on time. Thank you very much, Jay.
2: Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Pilei, Team Treasurer. Um, I think now we are stepping off the presentations. We will now uh, give over to the members to engage with the presentations. But before then, I see my my network is unstable. I might be cut off earlier. Um, I have a a few comments, and uh, before I get into the comments, let me welcome and appreciate the presentations uh, because they seem to be addressing what uh, we have been concerned about, and they are aligned. There's just one uh, thing, I don't know, maybe because uh, I I, I was too sensitive on each because I'm from Pumalanga. The presentation from uh, the first presentation, it talks about the poor from Pumalanga, uh, they're having a challenge in terms of their, their planning. Uh, hence, uh, it, is, it was difficult for them to, to get uh, the money allocated to them or transferred to them. But the presentation from Treasury, it says uh, in slide 5, is it slide 5 or 7? Or, or I don't know. I don't remember um it says that Mpumalang um, is uh, one of the provinces that they have um uh, uh, presented i mean they have uh, performed very well where you're showing the performance for 2021 22 i i need to be clarified on that what is it what is it uh, exactly that is a problem And generally in the first quarter you're seeing in all the provinces there has been a problem in as far as the the, the performance is concerned. So to to both departments, um, I would like to know the specific steps that are taken to assist the sector to address the delays in the business plan approvals because it seems that is where the problem is in terms of the, 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 the planning, uh, which result in the it makes uh, it uh, difficult for you and there will be a delay for other processes such as transfer of, of funds and appointment of contract, contractors as well as uh, procurement. I understand because it's a con- conditional grant, and we've been very strong as the appropriation that uh, conditions, I mean, conditional grants should be uh, be monitored very strictly and the conditions attached to those uh, funds must be respected. And it's also worrying that the departments don't have plans spend money, and we also, I also understand that uh, you can't just give money for the sake of giving, because if we do that, that money will then be used for something else that is not meant for. So you must be convinced that the plan that the the the, the province is having uh, is speaking to the, to the to the to the conditional grant. Um. And obviously these delays they have an impact in as far as the service delivery is concerned, because you are giving this money, we or you are allocating this money as Treasury to the department to the to the provinces because there is service that is needed at a grass grassroots level. Having said that, I have always we have always collectively had a concern. As appropriation that there should be value for money, and don't you think that uh, these delays? Uh, I've heard Mr. Belay saying you 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 are you are doing monitoring and visiting provinces and engaging provinces, but um, still there are provinces that seem not to be getting it right. Uh, maybe it's because there's no consequence management. Uh, in as far as that, they don't worry if the money is being taken away from them or is not given to them. Um, it, it's very worrying. Uh, I also raise the issue of uh, the, 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 the service delivery impact. The AG will, will come in. And if the AG comes in and finds out that... Uh, uh, the, the, the the money has been spent but the service delivery is not talking to what has been happening. I just hope that uh, the provincial portfolio committee I mean the, the portfolio committees from the provinces from the legislatures can also pick this up um, that we need to have value for money because if we keep on uh, you know, uh, nesting the situation and not uh, whipping or give or, or, or making sure that there's a consequence management in as far as the failure to do the planning, a planning. And I think there are people who are paid to do the planning in the departments, but if they don't do the planning, it means means they are they are not doing the work. And this individual or this uh, uh, unit that is not doing the planning in time and accurately is having an impact in the whole uh, 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 system, including treasury and national department of agriculture and and land, and also the people who are supposed to get or to benefit from that uh, uh, grant. So there's a problem. At the end of the day, uh, towards the end of the, of the financial year, we will experience the, the fiscal dumping. So that is a, a very serious uh, a problem for me. I also want to know that, uh, uh, what is the accepted turnaround time or scheduled to process business plans for this grant? And are the departments aware of this turnaround time, because for you to to monitor them and to 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 also uh, implement a consequence management uh, that you can justify only if you have a turnaround time. But also to, to us, as a, the oversight body, we need to know if we say we are not doing well. How do we justify that? I, I I would like to know the turnaround time uh, if it's in place. Was there a, a, a valid reason, really, for Houting and Bumalanga not to submit their business plans during the the, the 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 NAP? I've raised this before, but I just want to emphasize this. Emphasize it. Was Was there a, a, a reasonable explanation why they can't? And if maybe it's because they don't have the necessary skill, what are they planning to do, and by when? Because this money is not going to wait forever. Um, I will also want to to know that uh, from both a treasury and the a, a Department of Agriculture whether. Are you able to assure this committee that there will be value for money and indeed uh, there'll be an achievement through this program, including job creation. As we know that uh, we do have a challenge of job creation as a country. Honorable members, I, I don't see your hands. Can I see members who have raised their hands who wants to engage with the with the presentation? I see honourable uh, Muletani, uh, honourable Ryder. Uh, who is Jacks? It's
9: honourable swallow from the public nature. <laughs>
2: Oh, okay. Thank you, Honorable uh, Msc. Uh, Jax, um, Honorable Karim, you last Jadu. in that. Hon- Honorable oh, Njadu, in that order, you can uh, hit on uh, Honorable uh, Mudetani.
4: It's ten hours. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. My apology for not switching on my
10: my video. I'm still on a sick leave, but I decided to participate. Uh, my question
4: uh, goes to the, to the department. Uh, I just want them to just highlight to me, which provinces are still facing the challenges around the delivery of fencing? And what are those challenges? and if are there are any mit, uh, mitigating factors. Uh,
0: for now, thank you, Chairperson.
2: Thank you, uh, and Honourable uh, Dennis Ryder. Good
11: morning, Chair. I'm also going to turn my video off for the sake of the poor signal in Acacia Park. And uh, I should also be on sick leave. Uh, so, yeah, anyway. Che, thank you for the opportunity, and I, I want to appreciate the attendance of the of the Minister of Agriculture. Uh, you know, obviously, after a year, the Finance Minister is yet to present himself. Honourable Ryder. But, uh, but yes,
0: Honourable
2: Ryder, why do you predict to be in on a on a sick leave? You are such a healthy person. You won't be on sick leave. You can go yeah. on.
11: Can you not hear my voice, Jay? I sound like very white.
2: <laughs> no. No,
11: you're fine.
0: Barry
11: White, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Chair, Yeah. So after a year, our minister yet to present himself to the committee. But so we must we must acknowledge ministers that do do come and take and take account for their departments. And so I appreciate the the minister's attendance this morning. Um, I had to chuckle, Chair. I wonder if Mister. Pillai, when he was studying his degree, realised he was going to become an expert in agricultural matters. But um, yeah, he, he, he did a fine job of trying to protect his, his, his colleagues today, but I, I think he failed. You know, to, to list business plans as a hindrance to getting the job done. Chair, and you touched on this in your in in, in your comments. Um, we can't just give money out if if we don't know what it's going to be spent on. And you know, business plans is not something new. If we look at the municipal infrastructure grant, it it goes around. Business plans with no business plan, no money. You know that, that that's a simple thing. So I don't think that business plans are a hindrance, unless there's something funny that the department is doing in terms of their evaluation uh, or, or long delays in terms of the evaluation. And <coughs> frankly, looking at what the money is spent on, you know, it's, it's not as if they're going to come with any great new innovative ideas. Um, you know, it, it, it should be fairly straightforward. So I don't believe that business plans are a hindrance, um, but it would have been nice to hear from some of the MECs what their problems are, and that takes me to the next point: is that I don't believe that MECs are prioritising this uh, this grant, um, and certainly if we look at Gauteng, and I was I was appalled, obviously coming from Gauteng, I was appalled that at the numbers and and the issues because realistically the preservation of agricultural with the massive demand for residential land. Now, if you if one considers uh, in Gauteng the proximity to the market uh, and of course the manufacturing and agri-processing potential that already exists in Gauteng, we should be prioritizing
0: But of course,
11: the, the, the province is busy with other things. Uh, and their focus, many in the province feel that we should be, or oh, if there is any potential, to devolve this grant uh, down to a municipal level uh, where these projects. So if a province is not putting forward a business plan, if the door can be opened to local municipalities, um, because I mean, we spoke about the fact that there's concurrent responsibility, and it does go down all the way in environment down to the local municipalities. So perhaps this uh, this grant needs to be reviewed a little bit, uh, and consideration being given to giving it to locals. Because I can tell you right now, Johannesburg municipality couldn't give a rodent's rectum about agriculture. However, if one looks at the Western municipalities, if one looks at at Midval, at Lacedi. These municipalities certainly um, have a lot more of their local uh, economic environment, their local GDP tied up in agriculture. So, certainly, the devolution of this uh, of, of this grant is perhaps something that, that that's worth investigating uh, in order to ensure that there is appetite, that to ensure that what we're trying to achieve from the department's point of view is done. You know, we see massive invasive. Uh, species uh, encroachment coming in in a place like Gauteng. We've got pom pom weed coming up everywhere, taking over, and uh, and it really is. It's an issue for 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 the grazing on many many farms, um, and and formal and informal grazing. So yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. yeah. That that really is my input. I would like that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, uh...
2: Honorable Ryder, hope you get well, both yourself and uh, honorable Mletshane. Um, honorable Jack Smale, do I do I, do I pronounce your surname well?
9: Uh, it's close enough. It's smaller, but it's honorable Smaller. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, thank you thank you chairperson and thank you for um inviting um, um the discussions to provinces that are being affected by um by this um quarterly and, and annually um financial reports and um, there's a few things that i would just maybe highlight or maybe just ask questions towards uh, maybe treasury and um it is the quality of business plans that are being put forward um Uh, by the various provinces uh, and um, the approval of those. Um, Is there there general acceptance that the business plans are normally just being approved, or is there some degree of business plans that just does not meet the uh, minimum requirement as being put forward in that regard? Um, I'm not so sure if you are aware of the SIU report that has been finalized in the Mpopo province with reference to the fencing um, um, projects um, that relates to this um, program with some very serious um, fingers being pointed to towards uh, mal-administration and um, fruitless and wasteful expenditure without going into too much detail. So um, it does speak to some of your um, earlier comments towards um, are we getting value for money and how are we vetting the quality of information um, from a national perspective to um, to determine those numbers. I am also concerned that numerous of the KPIs or the prioritisation of um, the funds that was put forward under the land care program, that is the first um, uh, um, presentation that that came about today. If you look at those annual um, um, KPIs, you will see the number zero being um, put forward quite regularly at, on, on numerous of those um, KPIs. And I think it's a question that one has got to ask um, well before um uh, the completion of maybe the second or third quarter of uh, why are those reasons or why are they not pertaining into the beer ice ice. Um, we also note that from an early point of view that there's sometimes a underspent in a certain grant by a province. And um, if we evaluate um, the effectiveness of DORA and the implementation of DORA when it should kick in, um, if there is an overfeed of business plans that um, um, does meet uh, the muster but um, is not linked to the current budget that is set aside to provinces at that current given time, why is it not possible then um, in a much earlier stage due to either the late submissions of business plans or to the quality of business plans, then to offer um, uh, those budget allocations towards um, towards provinces that have been um, proactive in the um, planning and that have been proactive in the quality of their business plans uh, um, is there such a possibility in that case? And thank you, Chairperson, and thank you for allowing them, Papa. A, 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 a few minutes on your platform.
2: Thank you very much, MEC. Uh, Honourable uh, Eunice Karin.
12: Yeah, with well, the voice of Teddy Pendergrass, if that guy's is very uh, white. Jefferson, uh, I just want to ask, uh, I'm focusing on, on Emmanuel's input mainly, but a general comment I want to make is, uh, Jefferson, uh, I'm not sure if it's just me, or maybe we are tired of listening to the same sort of issues for, uh, what is it, 28 years now in this parliament. But overall, you know, given the importance of this issue, my own feeling is that uh, it may be subjective is that it's a very lame presentation overall, really. I mean, given the crucial importance of what we're dealing with. uh, Let me just take one example of it. I focus on this because Treasury is more directly accountable to us. It's not reflection on Emmanuel or any individual in Treasury. But, uh, for example, just look at the last slide from Treasury, right? So it says business plan process to be streamlined. So, what? It could be said about most things, most projects, most programs. Procurement delays need to be looked at. Overall monitoring needs to be strengthened. Now, what does that mean? You could say it about most projects, right? But there's no reflection on how is this is going to be streamlined. Now, of course, I'm very clear, Chairperson, as indeed I'm sure all of us are. There's a concurrent power and function as set out in the Constitution. It's not the responsibility of National Treasury and the Department of Agriculture to deal with these issues. They're meant to provide frameworks, guidelines, and then monitor to the extent the Constitution allows one to monitor provincial performances, right? It's a provincial legislature primarily, and ourselves who must actually oversee the effective implementation of programs. So, I know that. So, you know... I know that Treasury and the Department can't, like, instruct, right, provinces in this case because of the nature of the distribution of powers and functions in terms of the Constitution. But it is really lame. I mean, what does this mean, really? How are business plans meant to be streamlined? Is the National Department of Finance and Agriculture doing something to assist the provinces? Are the provinces doing enough? even with their limited capacity and resources. Procurement delays need to be looked at. How? What? What are the uh, timelines? Who's going to monitor this? What power does the Treasury have to affect this? What happens in the wind mix of agriculture? Overall monitoring needs to be strengthened. I mean, this could be said. I mean, it's so abstract, so like almost meaningless. Now, I am not focusing on Emmanuel Pellet. This is the way officials respond. And what do we do as MPs? We we do exactly the same. Chairperson, let's be frank, talking about myself in the first instance, since I'm most culpable, since I've been here so long, and I've chaired many committees here. We do the same thing. We will say, okay, overall monitoring needs to be straightened, and then nothing will happen. So Chairperson, the public deserves better than what we are having here on both sides, the executive and ourselves. What are we going to do about this, chairperson? What are we going to do about ensuring these things? Let's take Treasury. I'm just taking i gonna the same with the Department of Agriculture, but I feel less at ease to do so because there is an NCOP committee that deals with that. There are provincial legislatures that deal with it. But I mean, in what way have we advanced action or guides to action by having the sitting? In what way? Is Parliament better empowered to hold the executive to account? And we'll have another briefing a year from now. And it'll be the same, Chairperson. So, you know, we've said this before. Our content advisor and our researcher and our secretary need to draw up a one page on action. And are we going to monitor it? And much of this takes place offline, Chairperson. I know you are under pressure. So am I as a committee's uh, chair, but our staff is meant to help us. And you have a very good staff in this committee, really world class. Look at, look at the staff you have. I don't know the, treas- uh, the, the, the researcher very well, but the, and I'm sure she's great, but the other three are superb. So we have the ability here, but we have to once again go back to this point. It's the provincial committees on agriculture and finance that need to, on an almost day-to-day basis, not literally, but quarterly, monitor this and send us their reports, as we must send our reports to them. I sound like a crack record chairperson, but you know what? It may be because I'm on my way out now. How many months are left before this term ends? If I survive this term, even another 16 months or so. We cannot continue like this chairperson, 28 years beyond the democracy, having been established, or at least being started. Thank you, Chairperson.
0: Thank you, Honourable Karim.
2: Uh, Honourable Njatu, you're the last on the matter. Uh, th-
10: thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson, and good morning um, to all the members and National Treasury, Land Affairs. Um, Chairperson, um um we all uh, understand that, especially in the rural areas, um, provinces uh, where animals are walking, crossing the roads. Um, my question is that, um, uh, to what extent does the sector ensure that proper fencing is done to keep the animals away from the road To pre- Prevent road accidents, um, which I believe uh, chairperson is happening regularly uh, in rural areas, and then uh, chairperson further also to um, the turnaround uh, time. Um, what is the accepted turnaround time or scheduled to process business plans for this grant? Because we 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 we. On the, on the National Treasury and the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform, and Rural Development, um, um, what specific steps are taken to assist the sector to address the delays in the business plan approvals, which result in, in the delays for other processes, such as transfer of funds and appointment of contractors, as well as procurement? Uh, Chairperson, that is um, my input. Thank you very much. Uh,
2: Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Njatu. Um, We have now had uh, the questions. We are going to hand over to the departments to deal with the the responses and uh, clarity-seeking questions that came from the members. I will start with uh, uh, agriculture. I don't know if the minister is still on the platform. Maybe she will want to comment or give
0: her remarks before she leaves. Is she still here, Lubabalo? Honorable Titiza is still here. Hello, Chair. I I, I think, Chairperson, the minister
1: uh, left at around okay. 10 o'clock, Chair, because, remember, uh, she indicated that she must attend the cabinet meeting, Chair. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me
2: hand over to uh, Team Agriculture.
1: Ma- maybe, Chairperson, before you hand over to my senior colleagues, you can... Uh, You may consider uh, checking if the MECs uh, are still on the platform. If one or two are still on the platform, maybe uh, invite them to say a few words. I don't know, Chair.
2: Okay, we had only one MEC speaking. Do we have another MEC on the platform who will want to speak? Thank you for that, uh, Lubabalo. We don't, we seem not to have another MEC on the platform. Can I give the, the officials from uh, agriculture to respond on the questions and please uh, give, just go straight to the to the to 100%. the answer. Yes, who's that? Um, MEC Manopolo of Northern Cape Oh, okay. You can you you can comment, uh,
13: Honourable MEC. No, um, Honourable Chairperson. Um, thank you very much for, for this opportunity. honorable members, um, um, uh, thank you as well. And then um, I'm not sure if MEC Despo of of Northwest is still on the platform, and then also DG and DDG is present and senior managers. Mine, um, I think um, both presentation of the Department, National Department of uh, Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development and Treasury um, have kept us as, as a province. And I think they noted that uh, the last financial year, both uh, financially, last financial year, we, we we have received the allocation late but as a province we as we always committed to spend the money um the the, the team here in the province in administration had made sure came up with a plan to ensure that um, the 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 funds allocated to us uh, it was spent so they managed to develop a strategy how um, to how to spend that money and 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 be able to so you can see that even though it's 71 77%, we receive our location on the on the third quarter. Uh, and as as a as the department they managed to ensure that they, they spend it and and highlighted with with the delay that is and forwarded. And as um we're sitting here as well now we um, the team that is led by the DG have also presented that um, process of finalization of the business plan of the allocation of this financially year still with them. So we are we are um, um, uh, sitting here and as well as um, waiting for the leadership of of the minister and as well the DG collective to ensure that they they assist us in, in improving the system moving forward. So we are committed as the Northern Cape province to work with national department to ensure that uh, or if any challenges that are encountered from our side or nationally, ensuring that we speed up the process of the approval of our business plan should be able to to be addressed. And, and also as well in our side, we try our best to ensure that uh, the team ensure that they, they spend the money allocated. So that's what I wanted to say, that we are committed to ensure that we, we spend the money in, as allocated in in, in before. So even now, we will commit that um, the team um, have our oversight to ensure that they do play, they do spend the money that's going to be allocated to them. So that's what I wanted to contribute and commit uh, to the uh, Honourable members and the commitment. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Honourable Masse. And thank you for coming to, to the platform. I haven't seen you in a long time. Uh, Honorable Karim, that's my friend. We share history. We've been together in the trenches, and it's a it's a good thing. I was going to call you, uh, if you you didn't uh, call uh, you didn't uh, comment, and you are mentioned as Northern Cape under your leadership. I was going to talk to you, and but thank you for for the commitment. Any other MEC who's on the platform? None so far, I hope I'll not be called to, to go back. Uh, DG, agriculture.
0: Over um, to you. Th- Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. We,
6: we will go through the responses from the Honorable Members of the Slate Committee. Firstly, let's thank the questions and the comments that have been made. Um, I will request through you, Honourable Chair, that we, we try and traverse through this um, in a way that I will propose that we go through the department and then we can go through the HODs, my colleagues who are on the platform would also want to uh, make inputs uh, on the issues that are here. I've noted that we have got HOD of Northwest, HOD We have got Limpopo also here, although I didn't see the HOD. And uh, just now, uh, Honorable Amy Simanopolo had uh, indicated that she's on the platform, but I've also noted that the HOD is on the platform uh, on the matters. But from the department side, I would like to, in this order, request that we take the responses from the person who's directly accounting for land care and um, we go through to me, uh, who's also in the very same program. And then we can take um, the DDG responsible for the program that is And I will then request that we go to the uh, HODs Then I'll wrap up in terms of the overall view as guided um, by the Honourable Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable
0: Chair. We will start with Mayor Bosoka, going to May Chipete, and then Tate Saraka will come in. Thank you. Thank you,
8: um, Gigi. Um, Good morning, and thanks for the opportunity to respond. Um, The first question that I would like to
0: The first question that I'd
8: like to start with is the question in relation to the performance of um, Mpumalanga.
0: Am I audible? Yes you are you may yes, you, are. you are you
2: are
8: madam you are audible you can continue. Thank you. Uh, the first question was in relation to the performance of Mpumalanga. Uh, wherein the the indication was with regard to uh, the the performance though they had a late start in indeed bumalanga did had a late start however when they received the uh, initial um, uh, transfer they had added a number of beneficiaries on the ground that then led to a number of people benefiting or land users benefiting uh, becoming uh, uh, more and being recovered. And therefore, they started late, but then they ended up uh, uh, with the grant as expected. Um, The second question uh, in relation to uh, KZN and Western Cape being able to uh, 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 do better, uh, both provinces, they are uh, having equitable share. They are not only depending on their land grant. and that makes it easier for them to be able to uh, perform better. Others, they are waiting uh, for the approvals, and at times when there are hiccups, then both uh, suffer uh, due to late delays, but also I think then it affects the overall uh, output. The overall challenges that relates to the business plan uh, processes that uh, some uh, 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 transfers are being delayed is uh, specifically to deal with the uh, quality of the business plan that it fits within the overall uh, grant framework. We have uh, five focus area, and at some point there are challenges in terms of distribution, but also in terms of getting the... Uh, detailed information in the business plan. And that relates to a number of provinces where in the rangeland specialist, uh, the the, the, the soil specialists are limited in the provinces. And that in terms of developing the farm plans, which are going to direct the uh, sites where the business plans uh, are going to be implemented, uh, create some delays and such then uh, in terms of ensuring accountability of the reports that are coming and also the quality of the document at times have those challenges. Overall, I think the the, the, the program has value for money in the essence that uh, when you look into the current disasters, so the interventions that the land care program are dealing with are more of mitigating and preventative in nature and in areas where there is uh, 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 those uh, conservation works uh, provided, such as fencing, in areas where there has been uh, uh, better cover. Uh, when drought hits, uh, those areas are better uh, affected than the overall. So, the value for money uh, for this program, uh, from the national perspective, is that uh, land degradation is being mitigated. Uh, they, they The challenge may be the limited resources that is being shared among the different focus area in such that then uh, there there is uh, those limitations. However, if you look into the impact of the program in addressing uh, the land degradation, the the cost of implementation is huge by the limit with the limited uh, availability of funds. the planning time there is a, a, a cycle that we we, we 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 adhere to in the in the uh, framework in which uh, guidelines are provided to the provinces around uh, June and by September they are supposed to be completed with their uh, business plan and we host the national assessment panel around uh, November so that when uh, there, there are any challenges national then deal with the province and support the province uh, in terms of addressing those challenges. For instance, if if there is limited GIS capacity in the province, National will send their team to the province so that they could be able to map the areas where interventions are going to be implemented. And with that then, we are giving that opportunity between January and March so that everything else is signed off and by the first of April, we are able to transfer. But as indicated, the challenges of capacity aging workforce in some of the provinces results in a, a lack of quality input, and that then delays the transfer of the of the of the of the of the, the grant. Uh, there has been instances where uh, due to uh, challenges in one provinces, we are able to transfer the funds to another province for them to be uh, implemented. But in all essence, we are always cautious about the farmers who are residing in the province where the funds are going to be uh, transferred. So we are trying uh, with all uh, uh, efforts to ensure that those farmers are supported or the province is supported from the national side, we bring the a team to sit with the province and identify where there is lack of capacity and with the capacity at national then be able to complement and support one another so that uh, the province the, the farmers in that province do not uh, suffer um there are some of the KPIs indeed that are zero, and there are some of the KPIs that the province are doing well. And in that is also about the sharing of the financial resources that they are having. If the provinces have a, a more of a challenge of a, a drought in the third area, that area will be capturing more of their resources uh, than when the degradation or, or in the area of awareness or, or capacity building, depending on the uh, reality of the pro- of the province challenge at the time. And in most cases, if there are any uh, 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 issues that we need to address with that KPI, there will be uh, engagement among us as the national and the province to be able to look into the overall picture of the province and say, on the basis of the route that is there, indeed, this can be... Uh, uh, provided a, a, a better or a, a higher allocation. Our procedures uh, are very clear that uh, there is certain roles that are performed by the national and there is certain roles that are p- provided by the province. Uh, some of the procedures is uh, facilitating the transfer. And for us to be able to facilitate the transfer, we are looking into the previous expenditure of the business plan and also the outputs that have been reported, we do have uh, as national quarterly tele- meetings with the province to check up the, the the progress of what is happening, and also send our teams to the province to check uh, what is in the on the ground. And at times, if uh, there are those challenges of expenditure, and there is need for us to not to transfer, so that we we fine tune and address the challenge on the ground. Um, and uh, with regard to the procurement issues, uh, we have been encouraging the provinces to, for the fencing purposes and others to utilize the RT contracts that, that they, because then it, it uh, manage the supply chain uh, management challenges that each province can be able to experience. So for that, uh, if they are utilizing the, the RT con- uh, contracts, we have seen such uh, uh, processes assisting a lot in terms of fast tracking the procurement. Um, I think um, how how we are able to to address the, and ensure that uh, we do have the the, the value for money as part of our national assessment panel, we are roping various stakeholders, uh, including our treasury colleagues, so that we are able to look into this business plan and be able to uh, reflect on what are the current challenges and what is the focus of the uh, and the mandate of natural resource management to be able to uh, manage the two with the uh, need for us as the program to create jobs to to to, to manage the land and also use the land uh, productively. Um, thank you, DG, for the opportunity.
10: Thank Thank you very much. Uh... To the department, uh, let me let me first um, um, address the the way forward of the meeting. Uh, the the chairperson have called me uh, that she have got some challenges, and then as the whip of the committee, I will be taking the meeting forward, um, and then just to give us in terms of going forward is that uh, we are receiving uh, responses uh, as the members have asked questions. So we are with the department now, as to say, um, uh, is there any follow-up responses from the department?
6: Um, Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. Um, We we still have got responses. We will then go to Mayor Chipeta Uh, who's the chief director in the line, and also go to Nda After which, Chairperson, with your permission, we would also like to give an opportunity to uh, the HODs who are on the platform who come from the different provinces just to make an input with your permission. Thank you, Chair. Okay, thank you.
0: Thank you very much.
10: You, uh, the presenter is welcome. Mr Thank you. Thank you, um, um,
7: honorable members. And um, like I, I said in the chat, Ms. Beta has a, a challenge. So so I would be able to articulate the responses that she would have made, but we are in conversation in the background. So she has a, a, a speech challenge, a little challenge. So, she won't be able to talk uh, with uh, the, the indulgence of the committee. The quick one, I think we, we, as the uh, national department, uh, we uh, notice the, the the challenges that uh, we have and we need to provide. We know that we've been entrusted with this huge responsibility of assisting the country in the form of assisting provinces. Uh, Honourable Karim was very said it very well, and I think he echoed the sentiments of all Honourable Members that you are tired of our excuses as the officials. We take that very uh, close to the heart, to heart and we are going to improve on the situation. This in the main relates to the business plans. So all the Honourable Members uh, from Honourable Raida, Honourable Smale, Honourable uh, though Honourable also touched on the issue of fencing, which I'll, I'll come back to. But all our Honourable Members, Honourable Jadu, Honourable the uh, Karim, the uh, as well as the honourable chairperson, they um, all of them raised their the, the concern uh, relating to how we handle the business plan process. So I therefore put uh, uh, it to the committee that we will, from this
0: meeting, and also having realised the the seriousness of the challenges of a uh, uh, poor performance of the. Pro- Okay. I need uh, assistance. So we'll be we'll be um, um, convening a workshop
7: wherein we are going to zoom into province by province and allocate uh, officials from financial administration, from MNE, from the national department, and work with those provinces. This will, if one, help them to uh, perform during the current financial year, but also uh, uh, will be able to assist them. To come up with uh, uh, realistic and uh, easier to implement uh, business plans for the coming financial year. So, so the issue that was raised by Honorable Chairperson about uh, Mpumalanga, that has been addressed. The issue of the fencing uh, by, by Honorable Melazani, I think it's about is a matter that can be ventilated upon. But the space within which Honorable Melazani referred to might, in most cases, be that uh, the space of uh, the competence of SANRAL. Or the the other sphere of government. So the fence that we are able to allocate here relates to fencing uh, in the main fencing the uh, uh, range field of grazing field and uh, uh, agricultural production. It may not necessarily be for the, the to get, take care of a uh, livestock that uh, cross uh, uh, regional and national roads and cause accidents. But it's a matter that uh, we can ventilate with our, uh, the our. Uh, Colleagues in other spheres of government, not necessarily, it will not necessarily fall within the framework of land care. So, so in short, we will uh, we 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 commit. uh, You make this opportunity to commit that we will zoom in and uh, assist provinces one after the other because their their need their their challenges are in most cases the same. But there are those peculiar challenges that require focused attention. This relates to their capacity to procure. And like Mayor has mentioned, some provinces make use of equitable share share to start the process, but that's not acceptable. That's not how it should be. We should be able to complete the process uh, earlier, early this year, this end, by the end of this calendar year, to ensure that by
0: come the financial year in April, provinces are ready, and those that have challenges have been assisted. So we are making this call and the commitment. Uh, probably DG has the a net connection challenge if it's not I thought
6: you you had a, a problem with the with the network so I wanted the chair to to guide thank you very much and uh, chair, if you allow us we will then go I know that Honorable M.C. Manapola had already uh, represented the Northern Cape, but with your permission, if we can request that we have got uh, H.O.D. Gase- Gasela for Kauten coming in, we have got H.O.D. Mokhaka coming in for uh, Northwest, and then we will have H.O.D. Maysela or the representative I saw that this Limel on the platform, and then we can I'll, I'll conclude uh, on the issues, uh,
0: Honorable Chair. Thank you very much. You may proceed. Over to the HODs. Hello.
11: Yeah, Mr. Njadu, I can hear you, but I'm not sure anyone
10: else is mm. listening to it. Yeah, this, uh, the Am I audible? Yes, you are. Thank you. Welcome. Sorry,
14: sorry about the the uh, confusion. Uh, good morning to you, Chairperson, and good morning to honourable members. Uh, good morning, DG. Good morning to all the officials on the call. And thank you very much uh, for the opportunity uh, that has been given to ourselves. Um, It it is very disheartening, uh, honorable members, uh, to see the performance uh, of of our province in particular in regard uh, to uh, uh, the the land care program. It is not because we do not appreciate its importance. it is not because we do not acknowledge uh, the criticality of of this program. however, the truth is that we have had uh, challenges and 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 some of the challenges have unfortunately been internal challenges. We have had challenges of capacity in the in the in the department and I know that uh, that is not an, an excuse that any of you would want to hear. But the truth is that uh, we, we only had two officials who were uh, allocated to this particular program. And one of them then uh, had a very serious um, illness pro- problems such that he is, cap- he, he is incapacitated as we speak. However, we are dealing with a, with a, with a problem or the, with a challenge. Um, we also had an issue with with our structure, which issue has now been resolved. So in in respect of the fact that um, uh, that issue has been uh, resolved, we are uh, busy capacitating uh, the program itself. And we have actually got other people, uh, other officials to come uh, on board so that um, the program itself doesn't suffer as it, it had. Uh, we can uh, commit on this platform uh, that going forward uh, we will ensure that uh, the, the, the program does not suffer as it had. Honourable Person, we do have a strategy uh, to ensure that uh, this program does perform and that it, it performs optimally. One of the things that we've done uh, presently is that we have employed 234 graduates. Uh, who are going to assist us in dealing with this program. Over and above the 234 graduates, we also have 156 EPWP people, young people uh, that we've already employed. We also have lined up a tender um, on alien vegetation removal, uh, which is going to kick in as soon as uh, the, the money has been transferred. Um, We also acknowledge uh, the challenges that have been highlighted by the national province, um, which uh, challenges we are dealing with. We are going to be having an engagement on the 5th, which is on Monday, and we're hoping that um, after that engagement, everything will be sorted out and that we will be able uh, to continue with the program. That will be all for myself for this morning. Thank you very much for the opportunity.
10: Thank you, thank you very much. Did um, you um, the next, the next, the next H O D, Northwest uh, Honorable Chen? Thank you. Welcome.
0: Oh With
1: with your permission, maybe you may consider uh, advising HOD Northwest because by the time you were calling for him, he was still on the waiting list. I accepted him at that moment. So uh, I doubt if uh, the HOD is aware that he has been given a platform to say a few words.
10: All right. Uh, DG, can we then uh, proceed for the next HOD? The next is Limbopo,
6: and I think that would be the last uh, from our side. And then we can go to uh, the finalization from our side. Thank you very much, Anandamche. Thank you.
15: Thank you very much, DG. Uh, thanks, DG, and uh, greetings to the honorable members. Just to give you some glimpse in terms of uh, Limbopo, how we're faring, and also... Uh, outlining some of the strategies, you know, to mitigate, you know, the poor implementation of the of the program, and uh, a lot has been mentioned uh, since this morning, including the DDG in terms of, uh, you know, the later approval, and I'm, I'm sure DG can concur that, you know, the head of the department for Limpopo. Uh, that has been, you know, in communication, you know, to ensure that we expedite the processes for implementation. And uh, the head of the department, uh, she she wanted to be part of this uh, uh, meeting, but they are on a mission in in Namibia with the MEC. Uh, but to to mention is is, is that uh, indeed it's agreeable that. Uh, processes have not come to fruition for the past three years, uh, wherein as provinces, we've raised the issue of uh, poor expenditure, and you, you'd you find that, for instance, in the previous financial year, wherein there's been a spike, you know, from January to March, March end, in terms of expenditure, because of the approval which was sought in, in October in the third quarter, and that appears as a poor expenditure, but... Clearly, it is because of our, you know, the receipt of uh, the approval of uh, the business plan, which was not, you know, in accordance with the grant framework. Because as you've seen now, we're already preparing the business plans as provinces, wherein on our, in terms of our timeline, wherein by the 30th of September, all provinces should have submitted to the National Transferring Officer. And our hope is that by before end March, we should have received the notification of the decision, you know, of those uh, the business plan. But uh, because as provinces for Limpopo, we are ready to ensure that we put momentum in the process and the expenditure to be expedited we have put in place the term contracts, uh, for instance, fencing, PPE, and including, you know, appointment of EPWP workers, so that once we are in receipt of the approval, uh, we leave no stone unturned, but to ensure that we move with speed. Because as per the, 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 the Division of Revenue, as, as, the, as the receiving officers, we need to ensure that we have capacity to implement and we have reorientated in terms of a reconfiguration of the structure to ensure that there is indeed capacity at the province, including going to the lower level uh, in the, at the local space. So we can assure you, DG, that uh, we do have capacity in the province. And uh, once we've got approval for 2023-24, which we are currently in the process of finalizing the business plan, there's going to be a sitting for Provincial Assessment Panel in in August to to send the business plan that are recommended by PAP to to the national level. So we're hoping that going forward uh, there will be a seamless process to ensure that you know there there are no delays and as provinces we we can you know uh, be in line with the grand framework in terms of uh, you know compliance and that is in short uh, dg from the limpopo
10: thanks thank you thank you very much um uh, limpopo um uh over to you uh dg Northwest so is ready uh, on a okay I I, I I i see them now okay northwest
0: no. Problems, problems.
10: Okay, Mr. Mokata.
16: This gadget that I'm using. Oh, here we go. Thank
0: you. Uh, Thank you very much, Chairperson and uh, members. Okay, DG,
10: Mr. Makatla, are you there? Uh,
16: Thank you, thank you very much, uh, Jefferson. As I was saying, uh, the gadget that I'm using is giving me problems um yes as far as Northwest uh, is concerned chair in the previous year uh quarter four um we we had uh, a variance of 2.64 percent under spending uh, that was uh, due to the chemicals um shortage uh, at the end of the uh, financial year and uh, we uh, requested uh, approval for rollovers, uh, which was done. And uh, we can report, share that uh, uh, the chemicals were delivered and the service providers paid uh, in the new financial year. And um, uh, quarter four, we experienced uh, challenges at the shopping Start uh, where the land care project Uh, is supposed to happen uh, where uh, the uh, traditional uh, leader uh, refused training of uh, workers uh, there, as well as the delivery of materials. However, the MEC uh, is in the process of resolving uh, the issue uh, with the traditional uh, leadership uh, chairperson.
7: Chairperson, with regard to
16: uh, the first quarter, Um, In terms of our uh, APP, uh, our target, therefore, uh, the first quarter uh, is uh, uh, zero. And then uh, we will, uh, uh, in the uh, second quarter, uh, realize expenditure. However, uh, during the first quarter, we conducted awareness campaigns and workshops were held. We procured um, uh, uh, chemicals and PPE and workers are being employed to start work in the uh, second quarter, and then uh, we uh, are sure that uh, we will be uh, able to um, spend what uh, was given to us. Uh, thank you very much, Thank you very much
10: uh, to North West. Over to you, Gigi. Um, thank you very much,
6: uh, Honourable Chair, and to the Honourable Members, and for the time that has been given um, for, for the different uh, provinces and for the department to respond. Let me paraphrase. I think that um, Honourable Karim um, went and reflected on the issues that I had at hand, and maybe let me focus myself on the slide that was given by National Treasury. Maybe it was a little bit um, cryptic in terms of the work that has been done at a very high level between ourselves and National Treasury, Honorable Karim, where we are now in line with ensuring that right through all the programs that we are implementing um, and ensuring that we have got a quicker way of resolving challenges, whether at the planning or execution phase, we we, we 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 can be able right through the nine provinces and right through all the um, national departments, the two national departments, we are resuscitating the 10 by 10s where all the provincial treasuries and the national departments of agriculture and rural development in their various forms would be coming together to deal with the issues at a very high level. At a MinTech level, which reports to the minmec, We are also um, looking at how do we then deal with the issues relating to uh, specifically the planning part because um, the biggest issue here is uh, compliance to the GRAM framework which uh, some of the provinces find it very difficult until we are very late. If you look at the timelines that we have with the planning starting now, um, having started in June, culminating with the uh, proposals being submitted in and around end of September and us going to finalise the issues in November, I think it's in line with um, us doing it quicker because if we could conclude everything in November, it gives us ample time to uh, go for implementation on the 1st of um, April, per se. And therefore, the the issues in terms of capacity within the different provincial spaces is what we are looking at at mintech And um, we, we will be able to then deal with this particular aspect at a, a, a level. And I think that's um, in, in a cryptic form the issues that National Treasury would have wanted to, 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 to raise, uh, speaking on behalf of my colleagues at National Treasury. There, the, the, there is an issue around the, the the engagements on how do we ensure at a national level that we have got M and E capacity on the on the work that we are doing. We have got capacity to do M and E, and um, we are also conducting a lot of audit on the issues on on the on on on, on the um, uh, matters relating to land care. Uh, because of its importance to our country, firstly relating to the issue around employment, where we can get uh, jobs being created very close to where the the people are staying, while at the same time taking care of the nature and food security in the area. So that's that's the importance that we wanted to reflect on. I think the the, the essence that was um, reflected, Honourable Chairperson. From the different uh, provinces, um, reflects on the on the need for us as we move towards just transition. To also look at the this area of work, which is clearly a part and parcel of how do we deal with issues around uh, adaptation, climate adaptation and mitigation, as an important aspect of our work, and as indicated by the DDG, indicated by all the HODs. We stand ready in terms of the mintech and the way that we engage in terms of the 10 by 10s uh, to, to, to deal with this issue around spending, especially on the land care programs and other programs that we have that have got transfer payments to the provinces. I would like to pose here, uh, Honorable Chair, because of the responses that have been given by my colleagues. Thank you very much.
10: Thank you very thank you very much, uh, DG. Um uh, and to all the provinces um, for the responses Um i think now we will then go to national treasury uh, on the questions that was raised from the members
3: uh, thank you chair uh, so we have been largely covered by uh, the dg and the hod's and colleagues from uh, the agriculture sector uh, i will uh, as Mr. Pillay to start, then I'll finish up the, the responses, Chair. Thank you.
5: Thank you very much. Welcome, Mr. Pillay. Uh, yes, thank you, Chairperson. So, just in terms of the business plan process, so the framework of the conditional grant of each conditional grant has got a section towards the end that talks about the process for approvals of business plans. So, I'm just looking at the 2023-24 business plan process, which is for next year. As the DG indicated, the process starts quite early. So it starts in June 2022 already with the department providing guidelines. And it culminates towards the end with, with the uh, requirement or the point there that the business plans need to be approved before the uh, transfer of the first uh, the, the first quarter transfer. Now, if you look at the payment schedule for the current year, the first transfer is intended to be made around the third week of April, uh, which, which wasn't done. But just to say that, if you look at the time frame from June to when the first when, when the business plan is is uh, actually approved, it's at least nine months. So that process needs to be shortened somehow. Uh, and whatever happens in between, we don't have the full details of it because it doesn't show up on the process itself. For example, the the time the the time frame of september we don't see it on the framework over there so there needs to be some sort of process of shortening the the process without obviously uh, 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 taking into account the the the, the quality so it, so the quality is not compromised uh, at the end of the day ideally we'd like to see the business plan approved before the end, before the beginning of the financial year and not before the the, the first quarter transfer so that we know at the, at least by thirty first of March, it's signed off and, and approved. Thank you.
10: Thank you very much, uh, Mister uh, um Any further input from National Treasury?
3: Uh, yes, Chair. Thank you very much. Um, so maybe just to indicate um, about uh, uh, the issues around whether is there stopping and relocation I just to indicate that the Vision of Revenue Act uh, allows for stopping for and reallocation for grants, but generally, what we see from uh, other sectors uh, like human settlements, um, transport, you find that uh, or education, the, the, there is an agreement at min make that uh, certain provinces will not be able to 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 spend and deliver on on the targets they had. So therefore, then. Uh, the, the, the sector agrees that uh, money needs to be stopped from uh, certain provinces to go to other provinces. So it's a sector decision to do that. From our side, we just, uh, most of the time, uh, either agree or disagree and and approve that and gazette the, the allocations uh, in that regard. So in terms of the consequence management as well, uh, uh, the Division of Revenue uh, gives uh, those... Uh, uh, there are some sort of uh, consequence management in the sense that uh, uh, the, the Division of Revenue Act uh, uh, gives powers to the transferring officer to to withhold if they they of the view that uh, either the, 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 there is uh, no delivery or like the issues around business players, as has been highlighted. And ultimately, as we have seen with Houghton, that uh, there were some funds that were stopped; were not really uh, in the previous financial, and not uh, transferred to the province because of poor spending. So, such are, such are the mechanisms that exist within the pro- grants frameworks to to deal with with such. Uh, and and also, uh, I think on the issues of uh, specific steps taken, um, uh, as we we'll, I think probably have highlighted previously into the committee on different grants that. Uh, We've got uh, various monetary mechanisms that we do. We meet with the sector on a quarterly basis uh, to to look at these challenges that province are experiencing. I think for us, it's also a pity because if you look at LENK, LENK is one of the uh, longest-running grants uh, despite its size, but it has been there, I think, uh, probably more than 15 years now, if I'm, I'm right, uh, or if not 20. So it's one of those grants that have been there for, so when we encounter this kind of challenges, because generally these challenges, we we see them in new grants where uh, the, the sector is trying to find their, their feet. Uh, but I'm just saying that uh, we will also work with the sector to ensure that uh, this these challenges are addressed. Thank you, Chair. Uh
10: Thank you very much, uh, Ma'am. Uh, thank you very much for um, the inputs uh, from National Treasury. I see um, uh hand of uh, Honourable Ryder. I just want to double-check. Is National Treasury done? Anything, nothing further from National Treasury? Uh, for now, we're done, Chair. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, uh, Honourable Ryder. I see your hand.
11: Thank you very much, old hand. okay. Yeah, no, it's a new one. Thank you, Jay, because... Okay. You know, I was sitting here despairing at the lack of input and the lack of anything different uh, that was going to give me any hope that we'd see better spending. Right up until the end, when Mr. Pillay came in, and he he actually gave a very brief comment. It was so quick that I almost missed it. Now, you must understand, I'm not feeling my normal, accommodating, friendly self today. But um, (coughs) he made a comment... Uh, around the time frame of probably the most important thing for us to to interrogate today, and if I can ask him to unpack that comment for us very briefly, just to say you know, yeah, maybe maybe he did it then, and I didn't hear it properly and and so please bear with me if that is the case, but the question is you know where does the fault lie with in 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 the long process with a business plan is it lying with uh, agriculture department, or is it lying at the provinces? If you could just help us to 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 find out how to unblock this thing, because uh, I think uh, yeah, Mr. Karim was quite quite correct in his in his assertions. This is important, and and yeah, Treasury's made the point now right at the end as well that uh, you know this is not a new grant. Uh, we see these issues with new grants. This is an old grant. So where's the problem lying? Let's fix it. Thank you.
10: Thank you, thank you very much, Honourable Ryder. I think the question is specific, uh, Mr. Pillay.
5: Yes, thank you, Chairperson. So, <clears throat> when we look at conditional grants across the spectrum uh, or for all sectors, so generally, what we have uh, in terms of the planning process, if you look at the framework and what the province or uh, the sector indicates as timeframes, um, the process generally starts. Perhaps somewhere in August, September, uh, with the sector and the provinces. So whatever is in the framework in terms of the process, the timelines, the processes to be followed, is all determined by the sector. So uh, it it obviously depends on how this the 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 the, the sector is is uh, set up to deal with the with the different aspects of business plans and the processing. Some some sectors are, are, are in, in terms of their processes their provinces have good capacity in terms of their um, planning so they're able to put together business plans quickly without much uh, issues um, especially with the grants that are uh, that are established long uh, in the process. So what we are saying although the, the the process starts in June, And it only ends in April of the following year, so which is a long protracted process. Um, So, and there's obviously many other processes that we are not seeing on the framework itself. Uh, The example I mentioned was the one of September, which doesn't show up on the framework. So we're, we're not sure maybe the department or the sector, so the national department together with the provinces should look at these processes. Are they really necessary without and and we we, we we must stress this without compromising the quality of the of the business plan at the end of the day, because we want quality business plans that can be implemented over there. So the, the 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 time frame seems to be a bit longer if you compare it to other uh conditional grants and the way they the the sector together with the national department, the provinces plan and coordinate the whole business planning process. So we'd like to see it at least concluded by the end of the financial year. So before the beginning of the new uh, financial year. Thank you, Chair. Thank
10: you very much, uh, Mr. Pillay. On the bar, Ryder, you you still have uh, another bite?
11: No, look, um, I think that's a good answer, Chair. Thank you. Uh, It's not rocket science. There's little room for new thinking. Business plan should be straightforward. And yeah, that needs to be unplugged. And I look forward to seeing it happening. Thank you, Chair.
10: Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Ryder. Um uh, any any further any further uh comments, any further inputs from provinces, um uh, from any member from the members? Um just checking to double check whether there are any further from National Treasury, uh, the department. Um, um if if there are none, um uh, I think uh, from, from, from the committee's side um, that uh, there are things that we believe that we are in agreement uh, from this briefing, briefings that we have received from the Department of, of Land of, uh, and Agriculture and also from National Treasury. I think we are in agreement that uh, the, this program is an important program um and that we will have to look as to how do we uh change uh the, the 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 situations within uh service delivery and also job creation because the department is very this this program is very important i think we are in agreement of that and also we are in agreement that this is an old grant it's not a new grant and then the challenges which are there and the obstacles which are there needs to be removed uh, because we are, we are hearing uh, a lot of, of, of the word poor, uh, 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 poor spending. So I think that is things that we need to really to go and look so that when we meet next time, that we, we come with um, more concrete on, 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 on the spending trends, um, overspending, underspending, wasteful expenditure, so that we look as to how can we improve as we, as the National Council, uh, Council of Provinces, as the Appropriations Committee, uh, our mandate is to do oversight, as to make sure that funds that we sh- was being allocated are spent so that we ensure people on the ground are getting the services that is required. So I think in summary that we is a collective moving forward uh, that we been making sure that value for money, uh, planning, implementation, uh, monitoring and evaluation is something that I think we have to move together going forward um and with those few comments is to thank all the members of the appropriation committee of the national council of provinces to thank national treasury and also to thank uh, the department of land and agriculture and also to thank all the provinces and all stakeholders uh, the minister in her absence and to thank also the minister for to attend this meeting this morning, and to to say that uh, I think we have come to the end of our presentations, and also the responses that we have received questions from members, and uh, then on that note, to to excuse uh, the stakeholders, and then we'll quickly, as members, just to endorse the minutes of the previous meeting. Uh, anything, uh, Lubabalo? No, n- n- nothing except what you you have just outlined. J.P.S.N. nothing more. Okay, thank, thank, thank you very much, and and uh, thank you to all the stakeholders. Okay, we will come quickly back to, to the minutes. Can we f- fly the minutes, uh, Lubabalo? Those are the minutes of the 10th of August to the participants on the first, and then we then will have the department national treasury departments uh, attended, and then yeah introduction hearing informal settlement, upgrading pat, uh, partnership grant can move on. Department of Homeless Settlement. deliberations deliberations that we have received can move on. Um, Okay, can move on. Okay, consideration of draft minutes, and that is the adjournment of the meeting. Are there any uh, anything from any member on the minutes corrections? Anything? If not, can we get a proposal for the adoption of the minutes?
12: I move, Chair. Eunice. Yes,
10: Honourable. Karim is moving for the adoption of the minutes. Uh, Seconder.
11: I'll second, Chair Ryder.
10: Thank you, Honourable uh, Yunus and Honourable Ryder. Uh, then that bring us then to the end of of this meeting and to say thank you very much once more and have a, a good day. Thank no, you very much.
1: No chair, before you go, there's
10: oh, oh, the set, the second set. a second set. 24th of August. I thought it's one set. <laughs> Okay the second set can we move on 24th of August Can we move on Okay move on le babala And move on deliberations. then move on closing remarks. That is the adjournment of that meeting, which was at eleven fifty-four. Uh, any clarity? Any uh, clarities for? corrections from the members, if not uh, any uh, proposal proposal for the adoption of the minutes.
12: Chairperson, sure I can't I can. see anybody else doing it, so therefore I do it yet again. I move. You're welcome, uh,
10: Honourable Karim. Uh, Thank you, you for welcoming me. Second. <laughs> To add, welcome <laughs> to endorse the minister. Welcome to endorse
11: the minister. <laughs> I've never been
12: welcome <laughs> to do that before. This is the
10: first. <laughs> Any second? No, uh? if you're
11: going to roll no. out the red carpet, then I'll also the happily. Second.
10: No, you can't do the same for a guy that bogus, very <laughs> sweet here. Yes, thank you. Uh, anything?
12: Very white, sorry, yes.
10: <laughs> anything, Lubabala? Are you done?
12: We
1: we are done, Chairperson. We'll see each other next week on Wednesday when we deal with the LHI Dual Development Grant uh, with the Department of Social Development.
10: Thank you, Chair. Thank thank you very much. Members, let's then say that is the end of this meeting and the meeting is adjourned. Thank Thank you, you,
12: Chairperson. Thank you. I like the color combination of your walls, (laughs) Chairperson. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Honorable. Okay, thank you.
0: Recording stopped.